thought about that little tardiness. Uh, this weekend has been interesting, to say the least. Basically, uh, we had a cover launch, which was very intimate in lower Manhattan at, Mr. at Miss U. And then I didn't realize my birthday weekend coincides right now. <laughs> Is your birthday so coming up? Yeah, it's uh, Saturday. So everybody's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, ah. So, so it's, like a, it's like it's a crazy time, but in the, it's amazing time. So tell us about Paula and what, what you, you know, what, what does Paula stand for? Because we've seen Paula, we know she's a risk taker, but we want to hear that your mom. Oh, okay. I come from West Palm Beach. I, I was born in Dominican Republic. Um, I grew up in West Palm Beach, Florida, and I've been living in, out, out here in LA for about 12 years now. If anything, I stand for like resilience and literally like picking up all my stuff and moving all the way across the country in pursuit of a dream. And uh, bro, I've gotten so many no's, even from my dad. My dad never wanted me to come out here and do this. It's nice to, you know, prove people wrong. Right. And like, you, you know, we, okay, let's back up a little bit because we're looking at Paula and we have to start about, okay, first and foremost, the new cut, the new pixie cut is black. You chop, you know, <laughs> your little haircut is, is really bomb. What inspired your cut? It seemed like you uh, made a little, uh, I guess, a little change. You know, I, um, I've always wanted to do it, but I was always afraid that if I cut my hair, I was going to lose myself. Like, it felt kind of like a, a Samsung kind of story like I felt like I was gonna lose my power um and like being a Latina woman with long hair like you cut that off like every every woman in my life is like no don't do it I always wanted to do it and then the pandemic happened and I was like well I don't think we're going back to work anytime soon so no better time to do it than now everybody my agents was like no no no, no just wait 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 like at least 30 days let's see let's see what happens I'm like man we're this is gonna be like at least a year so I don't know. I just, I, I went to CVS, got some flippers, and then everybody was like, oh no, she's having a Britney moment. But it was the best, uh, the best decision I made, I think so. Yeah, it looks great on you because you have the face for it. You can carry off anything with that face, the beautiful face and those nice eyes. And I love the fact, I mean, it's so cool because I'm in the Bronx at the moment. Now I'm normally, I don't go back and forth from Los Angeles to the Bronx because I love the Bronx. It's so in your face. <laughs> So it's like, you know, I'm really starting to understand more about Dominican culture, but I can't wait to go to Dominican Republic. When's the last time you've been at DR? I was there for Christmas last year. Yeah, I have a lot of family there. So um, I try to go at least once a year because I have an aunt there and she's she's a little older now. So I, I like to pay a visit once a year. Nice. So what parts of the Dominican Republic should we look out for? Uh, Santo Domingo, I heard, is really dope. Um, Santo Domingo's yeah. cool. That's the capital. You want the best beaches? Samana. Uh, you got to go like to like the northern east coast. You got the best beaches out there for sure. Okay. I'm going to check it out because, you know, I need a moment. I need, <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> we all need a break. Like the pandemic has been a very interesting role. How has the last two years of your life been being locked up? Have you feel like you've gone more introspective, more cerebral? Have you been working more on yourself or any other like cool projects that you never knew were in the pipeline? You know, honestly, I think the past two years have been like the best years of my life. I think the the lockdown was really good for me because it got me like to slow down and put everybody outside. And I started focusing on myself, what it was that I needed to do. I just got into this routine, this process, and I started working a lot more because I was like really detailed about my work. Started treating it as a business. 
And um, yeah, I've been really, really blessed. And I think the haircut was like such a bold move too. Cause um, it just puts me like, I think it just puts me in like a, a smaller pool. Like I'm not, I feel like a wild card, you know what I mean? Right now I got L Word coming out. So that's really exciting. That's gonna be on Showtime. It premieres today. And uh, and then I just finished another project for Apple. So that's that's probably coming out sometime next year. So what can we expect from the L Word today? I heard there's some like some rekindling of some flames, like dude. I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm holding off on watching it today. I'm gonna wait for like the watch party this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna get it's it's a lot of drama. I think this season is honestly like as a fan of the show, this season has to be the most creative, and they're just they just have a lot of fun, a lot of fun storylines, a lot of fun. I can't say too much because then like I'm gonna spoil some stuff if I tell you what happens with me. We're it's gonna be hilarious. What does it feel like working with such an iconic series? That series has been like Ilwer has been around for like forever. Like the, it's iconic. The OG is like came out in like 2004. Yeah. Man, I uh I think I was 15 when I came out to my mom. That show I stumbled onto it. I was like it was like 11 o'clock at night. My mom's asleep. I'm like just scrolling. I'm like, what does the L word mean? I thought it was like love. So I click on it. I was like, oh. Okay, this is amazing. I yeah, I grew up watching it, and then to be able to be there and be in that world now, like it's kind of like a pinch me moment, you know. Like <laughs> I got on set and I and I saw like Jennifer Beals and like Leisha Haley, and I was just like, "Is real life right now? This is crazy. It's so crazy." Yeah, and you're smiling from ear to ear because you know. You already know, like that's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful project to be a part of, and it resonates with so many young people, especially the queer community, but also non-queer community members too. A lot of people love the L word. Like I remember people was like, "I'm going to watch the L word." It's like, "Hello, hello." It's like people disappear. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's, like, it's like, iconic. Yeah, it's iconic, and now you're on it, and then you're giving it a fresh little sizzle and a fresh little face, and I think that's so dope. And speaking of creating things, I noticed that you do artwork. And I heard about your beautiful pieces that you've been doing. Can you tell us about that process and how you got started? Yeah, um, actually, that's that's one right back there. That, I did that one uh, first week of lockdown. I grew up painting. I went to art school. My mom taught me how to paint. Come from a long line of painters. I have family in New York right now that they're also painters. But yeah, I for me it starts wait, with the wait, hands. Wait, where's your family? Where's your family from? Uh, my family or like like wait, my in New York. He has a studio in Midtown. Oh, nice. And then I think they just got like a, a place in like Connecticut. I think it's Connecticut. Yeah. Cause is it like Connecticut like an hour away? Yeah, like Nantucket. Everybody talks about that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wish it would be a dream for me to be able to move to New York for work and uh and spend some time there. That that'd be dope. Yeah, a lot of people like yourself that do the that um embark on this this grittier type of career because your career path is very gritty. It's like and it's artistic, and then people like adore you like because you're beautiful inside and out. And so you resonate like this real cool energy about like transparency, like you were saying earlier. So it's just like really great to see that from a young person like yourself. But I mean, these colors and the painting and the palettes that you use, how did you um like you just fell into this space, or you just always knew you were gonna be an artist when you were a kid? Like, did you pick up uh, some watercolors at three? Like, <laughs> honestly, I I thought I was gonna be a singer. I can't oh, sing. No. I can't sing. I can't sing for nothing. But I really always wanted to do that. But um, it was always fun for me. Painting has always been fun, and I think 
that's I can't monetize it because it's so personal to me mm-hmm. that I never want to let go of anything, any any piece. The only way I let it go is if it's like, hey, it's your birthday. I'd love to give you this piece, something like that. But I, it's hard for me. Um, it's fun because it's one of the only ways that like I know how to like. It's my art. At the end of the day, like when I'm doing, when I'm acting on TV, it's other people's art. This is like this is my form of expression. Right now, I've kind of been going more into like the abstract, abstract uh, paintings, and I love that because if you have a dope, excuse me, if you have like a dope abstract painting in the living room, like it just it pops. It just it like gives off this energy. Yeah, I love that. So I'm definitely going more abstract now for sure. Nice. Yeah, I love abstract. I love seeing things in it, especially like you said, the living room pieces are awesome. Um, or like in the live workspaces. You know, we all live in these little pods now. It's like everything's, you know, this is my pandemic art. So some micro skateboard art. <laughs> I was checking that out. That's dope. So it's just like, you know, I do a lot of speckling too, and I do a lot of um I do a lot of fun stuff like that. And I do a lot of um, aging. Like I've been playing around with like this, with the whole like pantinas and the palettes and the like copper tones and all that stuff. Oh, like, I around love that. that. Yeah, like around this painting, right? This mirror, I, this is actually paint. There's like 17, like probably 17 colors in there for sure. I love that. It's, it's a lot of metallic. So I like to oxidize. But yeah, like you said, it's all about those little pieces when you come into their into the home and they kind of greet you. It's almost like an accent wall. So now like, oh, yeah. I think that's, yeah, yeah. So are you going to get more into murals? You think? Dude, if somebody would give me a, a big giant wall, I I would love it. Like I, I would do it. I just don't know how to do it. I just don't know like <laughs> hey, if somebody's like, hey, here's a big giant 30 foot wall, you can you do something? Hell yeah. I'll throw some hands on there. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and what are these hands see these hands are behind you and what do they symbolize? I was gonna ask you. Is it, I know it looks like a prayer position too. Yeah, it's the praying hands. Yeah, it was I had a, a canvas uh, during the pandemic and I was just like I've been painting hands forever. Um, that that feels more therapeutic because I know how to do it so well. So it's kind of like, it feels like like a coloring book. You know what I mean? Like the, the outline's already there and it's just like about getting the details uh, and the shading and, and the light. Oh, so like it's, oh, I see what you're saying. So I, I feel you. One time I did something like that too with a bunch of bottles of wine. <laughs> I did a mirror on the wall with some, um, what do you call it? The nylon paints. So I use black and I didn't even know how to shade. So I use YouTube, but you know, I'm creative. So I can work it out, whatever. You already know, you got to sometimes relearn through the process. So I use YouTube and I was like, at first I started with some, like, I think, I guess I was doing lightning bolts or what appeared to be like that. And it, be, it became this beautiful piece. And then everybody, was, they loved it when they came over, but it was like these three like bolts of like stairs that were crooked and janky. And they're all representative of like family members. I found that that's what I was like doing, but it took me like 12 to 14 hours to do it. It's like, yeah so once you do the shading and all that stuff like you said once you start to sketch something and you kind of like put it into motion it's like an outline for you like the hands it's like almost like you're like sometimes i I, I try to say take a deep breath enjoy coloring in the hands (laughs) yeah because i'm always trying to color it in so fast do you feel like you're trying to color in your hands real fast too like do you you feel like like because it's meditative it's definitely meditative that's what it is it's funny because like it's always a process like like somewhere like you're like 70 percent in and then you're just like what did I do to this painting like I messed it up and then you just push a little further and you're like no 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 no. this is exactly how it's supposed to be like don't doubt it just finish it and I feel like that for most things in life honestly Ooh, you said don't doubt it that was that was dope don't doubt it 
That's true. Don't doubt it. Don't doubt the process for sure. Because sometimes I'll do, I'll mess up and I'll be like, you know what? There is no mess. There, there's no mess ups in art. It's all, it's all, it's all meant to be, I feel. So it's like, you know, I feel like sometimes you can't, like, even when I sketch with these little, these stupid little, uh, these little stupid little stylus pads, like I still like, I don't, I, you know, I sketch in different colors. I just play around with that. I take notes when I'm speaking with you. So it keeps me focused with my ADD. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. But, but like doing those paintings, I'm sure with you is like a meditation. It's like you're going into a deep place. Do you feel like that's your paradise? Honestly, it's, be yeah, it has to be painting. Then there's also running. I know that sounds weird, but running for me is very like therapeutic. It's uh, not to sound cheesy, but like Will Smith had like one of my favorite quotes. And it's like, like there's two things that, that like you need to do in life. One of them is run. Cause if you can beat that little voice in your head, that's like telling you, okay, okay. Like I'm starting to cramp, like give up, like take it easy. Like if you learn to defeat that, to beat that voice in your head, you can uh, get through anything. And then the other one is uh, read. There's been hundreds of billions of people in this world before you. So whatever problems you have, you'll probably, you could figure that out in a book. And how long are you doing these runs for? Are you doing Runyon Canyon? Are you doing the stairs in Culver City? No, nah, I'll do, see, I'll do Runyon. Runyon's also kind of like uh, it's a walking. It's like, yeah. <laughs> nah, but um, I, I was going crazy uh, last year running I was doing like six miles a day wow. and then sometimes I would go on a crazy run and I just do like 13 16 miles like on Sundays Sunday mornings I'd throw in like two and a half hours of just like running I thought I was David Goggins wow and then have you ever been to the Bologna Creek Park area where they have the bike trail down there it's like below street level it's on um it's like Washington Boulevard you enter and you go you go by the aqueducts there's like a little, there's a secret bike trail. It's a bike highway, actually. It's What's really it dope. Um, Bologna Creek Park. Bologna, okay. Yeah, you should look it up. So that. I think it's like B-L-L-O-O-N-E or I-E Creek or Bologna, Bologna. I'm sorry, Bologna. So B-A, like balloon and F, Creek Park. I see it. Bologna Creek Bike Path. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. For me, I like to jump rope because, you know, jogging sometimes my little knees be like. <laughs> hey, I jump, I jump rope too. Yeah, I have a jump rope, so I got to get back into jumping rope. But jump rope is so therapeutic for me because it's like, you, you like, you, I, it's kind of like when I jump rope, I kind of dance with it a little bit. <laughs> so, like, I'm in my head. So, you be like, I'm you with you. With I'm it. with you. I know this. Yeah. Yeah, and so you get in a like, groove so and you, you start looking yeah, like you're dancing. Yeah, you're in a groove and you like, damn, yeah. I've been jumping rope for a minute. So like, hopefully, I wanna I wanna start back jumping rope again because everything's been getting kind of busy. So it's like everything's opening back up. People are calling. I'm like, ah, it's great to be in demand. I'm sure like you already know, but at the same time, it's like a hectic schedule. And it's like now we're um, you know, and I and I wanted to like meet you and talk to you because I love talking to people who are talented, not just in front of the camera, but also like artists and like to see to get inside of your mind, like. You know, have you married the two of being an actress or an actor, entertainer with being a painter? Have you married those two yet? Or are they like intertwined already? Um, I don't know about, I mean, I guess so in, in the sense of like, I need to be able to do the painting in order to be able to do the other one. Cause this one is for me, this is like my release and then I can do this one. So I think like, yeah, I, they work together. Maybe not have like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like maybe not concur concurrently or simultaneously. 
those were. <laughs> yes, it's but a working I, relationship between the two. Nice. And so, um, speaking of your acting um, craft, how can you can you walk us through some of the processes when you uh, like you have a new role coming up? You're speaking to. How did you prepare for that? Can you tell us a little bit about your preparation? Like when you get into the mindset of your characters. You know, I think every it all depends. Like every character is different, obviously, but some are easier to to tap into than others. Let's but start with some of the more. Let's start with the difficult ones. I think it's uh it's trying to you got to make some connections, right? You got to like, what can I, how do I identify in this? What is my want? What is my need? What are my relationships with other people? Those are important. So it's just like, I think the, the Apple one that I just uh, worked on, I really, really wanted to work on this because I really like, one of the directors and producers is one of my favorite, he did one of my favorite movies of all time, City of God. And- uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I need a moment. I need a moment. City of God, City <laughs> yeah, of Man. You know the TV show? I binge watched all of it like five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago. I saw City of God. I saw it in the Grove. When it came out, I saw it in the Grove. They had a limited release of City of God in the, um, remember they had it in the theaters, in some theaters in America. You probably don't know. You was like a little baby. Yeah, I, I think I yeah. saw it on Bootleg. Honestly. Yeah, I saw it in the movie theater. To see it on a the movie theater yeah. was amazing. Like that whole thing with him being an artist, taking those photos, like the favela, the whole like, you know what I'm saying? That the whole hierarchy in the neighborhood. That, sh that was nuts. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I love that. I love that movie. Yeah, I freaked out and I was like, all right, well, what do I got to do? So man, I did like a whole like biography on who my character was. And like, I started giving myself so many little details. Now, at the same time, I don't want those, like, details to be so specific that, like, I'm married to, to like, a certain choice. But I like having all those details. That way I know the character so well that I'm able to, like, improvise and make this, like, a, a human. Like, um, yeah. So definitely, uh, just as soon as I get an audition, I'll just start breaking it down. Some, some are a lot quicker than others because, obviously, being a bartender is easy for me I know that uh so there's not like too much that I have to reach for on that but yeah so if I want a um, purple motherfucker you know what to get <laughs> is that what oh wait a what what is that a purple, a purple motherfucker is like another word for uh, like an uh, adios maybe yeah exactly you just ask some grenadine you already know grenadine blue carousel trying to be fabulous you already know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, all, for all the different liquors in it you be lit but that's dope. That's dope. So do you consider your process to be method, like Lee Strasberg, or a little bit of both? I don't think it's, I don't think it's method, because, uh, no, I don't think so. I think, honestly, it's finding the connection, honestly, just uh, finding, just to live in the moment. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised. You should look into that, because I was listening to what you were saying about the connection, the way you connect to the characters, and how you try to find that emotional life especially when you talked about the motivations that you, that people have in relationships to one another. Like if I'm talking to you right now, which I am, like, why am I talking to you? Like, what am I trying to get from you? Like, you know, and then you let that just build off your scene. And like, that's what you do in a lot of your characters. That's why I love, that's why, that's why people love you and your actor is because your eye contact is so strong. It's like intense. And it's like, you don't even, you don't even intend it to be it's just that I'm sure people have told you it's like a shark, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like marbles, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like so now you have this new cut. It's making you even more like sophisticated. I love it. It makes it's adding so much more 
like like something more like that you know dynamic attributes to your person now it's kind of it's like you said it's making you like you know you're stepping into your own now it's fun but yeah, yeah so feels that way yeah yeah Definitely and so um have you been working with any community service organizations or any causes that you wanted to like have a shout out or mention i'm actually going to be working with um uh the women's shelter mission downtown la i've actually volunteered there like three times already definitely downtown women's shelter for sure and are you a part of the um are you also helping to feed them educate them and that's the vocation? it's always been in the kitchen so okay. that's what i believe we're doing for thanksgiving oh nice that's beautiful because you know the homelessness in los angeles is very disturbing to say the least and it's like growing up in there we started the publication downtown la at the brewery lofts so just being in that area and just, you know, being a part of the Sixth Man community for almost 14 years. We actually, we I just interviewed Mr. Cartoon used to have like a little office down there on Sixth Main. But um, like if you, like I'm sure you've, you've always, so you already noticed, if you talk to a lot of people downtown that are homeless, a lot of them are like, they're like superstars. Like they're like, they have really amazing stories. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, right. So it's like, have you met any amazing homeless people that you've spoken to that really changed your insight about like their whole situation? From the people that I have talked to, it's crazy. I'll, I'll tell you that. Cause like, especially during the pandemic, I, I live in Hollywood. So Hollywood is, it's pretty wild. It feels like the wild, wild west out here sometimes for real. But I don't know, man, honestly, I realized that some people don't, some people do like this situation. Like, so it's different. Like, I feel like I can't really like, it's, it's hard to put like everybody in the same bubble because everybody has different circumstances. And I know that I'm sure that some people don't want to be in these situations. And there's other people that do like their lifestyle. I don't know, man. I have no idea. I hope Karen Bass. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just a very interesting world. So for me, I found that I, I like I like the energy. Like you said before, I think you were headed on this little path or uh, what you were talking about that was relative to how I feel. I'm just very introverted right now. I feel very introverted. And I sometimes I care, but I really don't anymore. What I care about is I like energy on the street. You know, <laughs> like I'm a, like I like to walk. Obviously, Bologna Creek Park, downtown Culver City area. That's a great area for you to jog to the Culver Stairs. Over steps of that area, Margo is um this this Margo is a beautiful uh Italian restaurant with a rooftop above the yeah. platform. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. review Margo. Yeah, yeah. So I was I don't I'm not too far from there when I'm in LA. So I'm always in that area. You know, Etta, the Hyatt. You know, it's just a new thing, the Cove Hotel. So it's like like you said, it's kind of like eh, meet Paris, all those restaurants. I've been there, done that. But it's like I need energy. Like I need I need to see some energy. So that's one thing I like about New York. It's just always like you know on the street, you're on the ground. You know, if I'm out on my e-bike, my moped, or my walking, you know what I'm saying? My, you know, my Tim's to the pavement, whatever. I kind of like it. So it's kind of cool. So I feel you on that because I feel like everybody's in their own vibe. Do you feel like with your um with your vibe, is it more introverted or is it a little bit ambivert? Like you're a little bit in both worlds? Man, I do think I've become very introverted, but I like that a lot, man. Like I, like I'm at, I'm, I feel at peace and I really do enjoy being home and I can do really well in silence. Like before, I think, especially like in my early twenties, I had to like be wherever the noise was. And I think that the, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to live in Hollywood because it's so loud. But now I want something more quiet. It's just like every, like I do feed off of people's energy. And sometimes people like they have a lot of energy and they suck your energy. And you're kind of just like, yo, I just got to protect this 
and keep this sane. So a little bit here and there is cool, but I don't like to overdo it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let me just get a little bit. I'm going on this trip real quick. Like for me, I'm like, I'm so excited right now. I'm supposed to be going on a trip for um, you got DR. Or, yeah, well, no. Oh, I'm going to GR first. I'm going to Germany first. So it's gonna be fun because I get we uh designed a trip about sustainability and design and like fashion. So I'm gonna meet a lot of people who are like Afro-Germans, all the way to like I'm making it in my business to meet those types of people, all the way to people, you know, anybody of Afro-Caribbean, like diaspora. <laughs> Like, I want to find them and I want to see what's, I'm going to get inside their head. But like, you know, it's all about like, us buying things that we're going to keep and be generational and that we can pass down to our kids or, you know, put it on Poshmark, <laughs> so to speak, because like the stuff, the fast fashion stuff, it falls apart, you know? So now I'm noticing everybody's doing recyclable materials and clothes and leathers and this and that. So it's a different space, but at the same time, it's like, I like to learn about new things and like my new energy right now is on green. So everything that's dealing with like how I can make a difference or try to lower my car footprint is really what I'm just trying to do. It's like a little puzzle for me right now for fun, shits and giggles, because like you said, it's like I'd rather deal with myself and try to figure out and get the kinks out of that and go to therapy and try to delve into something else, you know, trying to, uh, you know, just try to there's so much energy out here. Like you said, I don't, I don't want my energy to be sucked away and I don't want to give my attention to the wrong thing, so to speak. Right. So it's like, you got to focus. And it's like, I feel like right now is the time. It's like, it's the time. It's like, if you want to make that difference, you're already doing it anyway. But now it's like, it's our time to like really shine and go to the next level. And having said that, what do you feel will be the next big thing for you that is really going to make you feel like you're empowered? Honestly, uh, I want to start writing. I mean, I want to, I want to want, my voice to be heard. So I think uh, I started writing last year. I, I wrote a pilot. I want to start writing a little bit more, maybe more movies uh, on topics that I find interesting. I think that what, would give me the what kind of satisfaction. Topics? What kind of topics are those? Man. Uh, if you can put it in a genre, rom-com. Everybody says rom-com. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, I like films that feel like, like, for example, Vicky Cristina Barcelona is one of my favorite movies because it makes me feel like I'm in Barcelona. Wow. So like movies where you like you're going somewhere else and you're out like also like taking in their culture. I want to I want to do something like that. Oh, like, you, you think you want to do it in uh, Dominican Republic and DR? That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like the world needs to see DR like on the screen from a from a person who's an artist, like to see your texture. I'm sure your cinematography is probably off the chain because you know you get your prayer hand. Like have like like. Stella got her roof back, but <laughs> happening in DR. Right. <laughs> yeah. Paula, Paula got her roof. Paula got her. Paula keeping it pushing. <laughs>